hey i had a really great time i would love to do that again so give me a call back um you never did call me to let me know you got in safely so i was just checking on you all right call me back Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time, at least I thought we had a good time, and now you dodging me, you're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the Healthy Dating Preservation Podcast for millennials and anyone who might need it. We are your hosts, Imani. And Candace. And I did it in one take. Ow. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I really wish we could put like the stuff we talk about before we actually get on the show as an episode. We I don't because I be talking about all kinds of stuff on there, and I don't we need people. I don't need people like mm, she crazy. I'm pretty sure they say that about me, anyways. But I understand. I also probably don't need nobody. You know, people don't need to hear half the stuff I actually say when we're recording. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they don't need to say hear what I'm talking about when we aren't. I'm okay. sorry, I just had to get up and um, put some cocoa butter on my lips because as soon as I started talking doing the intro, I was like, wow, my lips are so chapped right now. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> start okay. tasting blood, like, ooh, you <laughs> split. <laughs> start tasting blood. But it was like, you know how when you're real ashy and you move your skin, like, start to itch a little bit? <laughs> That's how it felt. I was like, mm-mm, it's not cute. It makes me wonder how Dutch's lips used to be so chapped all the time. Her Girl, ass Caesar. You they both it. got chapped lips. How did they I be kissing know. each other and not starting a fire? That's the question. Girl, oh, oh God. Yeah. It's like rubbing up against wood. Sandpaper. Unsand wood. Nasty. Anyway, we back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, pickup line of the week. Uh, did you buy some tangents? Because You know what? <laughs> Instagram story just so they can know what we laughing at. We need to screenshot it and put it on there. Okay. <laughs> okay. For real, pick a line of the week. You can <laughs> you can fall off a building. You can fall out a tree. But baby, the best way to fall is to fall in love with me. That is cute. That's very Thank Jerome. You, yes, it is. <laughs> I can I hear him saying, <laughs> "Watch your mouth." Watch your mouth. Yes, I just did the dance too. Yes, Gosh. you can't not do it. That's TV dance. was amazing. Mm, it really was. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back with another episode, and this week's um, topic is. Um, so we've talked about like dating and like meeting people, family, and stuff. But um, we haven't really honed in on sibling relationships and, and like, how they affect our romantic relationships or how, mm-hmm. you know, they intertwine or whatever. So we're going to get into that. So let's start with a couple of questions because both Candace and I have siblings. Um, Candace has more siblings than I do. <laughs> I have a full tree. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So, like, how involved are you in your siblings' dating process to begin with anyway? 
And then the reverse question, like, how involved are they in how you're dating or whatever? Okay, so it depends on the siblings, Uh for one. Um, How many siblings do you have, first of all? Okay, so I have... Wow, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. I have six. I have six siblings. So, um, from my mom, it's just me and my sister. But from our dad, we have additional siblings. So, I have a total of four sisters and two brothers. Yes. So, um... When it comes to my brothers, when I was younger, I was very petty with my big brother's girlfriends. Like, they would call, <laughs> and, like, if I, if I got to the phone before he did, I'm like, who is this? Why are you calling my man? Uh, <laughs> you needed a whooping. I used to do stuff like that. Who is that? Who is that? I'd be in the background while he's trying to talk to his girlfriend, like, making noise and stuff. He was like, that's my little sister. For one, I'm sure, I'm sure I sounded like a child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I used to do that, so... Um, but you know, like my older brother, I feel like he kind of just be beaten to his his own drum. So I let him do his thing. I think he does when he feels like considering me in, in his relationship. I think he does care if I like the person. Um, my my brother kind of holds me up on this pedestal. So like it's like not in like a weird way, but it's like if you this is my little sister, and if you don't compare to my little sister, then you probably not even. On my level, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause he just is so proud, he's so cute, he's his daughter. Um, <laughs> and then my little brother, um, heavily involved. Um, <laughs> my little brother likes our um, non-melanated brothers and sisters. That mm, I eat a little bit more than spicy. I um, so he actually, you know what? All the males in my family on my dad's side, they Jamaican, and for some reason, they just like people of the other, so um, of the other colors. <laughs> In the rainbow. But my little brother has things for um, the white women. And so I'm very involved. No shade to, to any white people. I just, my little brother is a black woman in America. I mean, it's a black man I'm in America. I'm what? <laughs> my little brother is a black man in America. And like, no shade. But I just, I want to make sure he's cautious of the situations that he gets himself in, his himself into. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, um, I just, like, with him, I just be wanting to make sure my little brother, like, has a heart to go. So, I be just trying to make sure ain't nobody taking advantage of him, nothing like that. So, I am, like, you know, I be on his social media sometimes. He getting older. I keep seeing him like he's 14 and he's 21, 22 now. He's 22 <laughs> now. He has his own apartment. He moved into his own apartment last week, so I think I need to mind my business. But I still, like, am, like, okay. Now, with my sisters, not so much except for my sister that we grew up the closest like because mm-hmm. we grew up in the same household so um it has all I've always been involved in her relationship not like a you don't need to be talked to this person type of thing but I'm definitely uh you do something to my sister I'm gonna check you like mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of them I show up to your house I done been to this boy locker before at school and, and got him together and on the flip side of that, they usually adopt me like their little sister, especially if they're trying to impress her. Mm-hmm. So, like, I be getting, I was getting all the candy and stuff growing up. Like, everybody, somebody always buy me something. If, if they're dating my sister, I guarantee you I've gotten a gift from <laughs> So, like, it's just, I don't know. And we, we're cool. So, um, that works out. I think my sister does really value my opinion about somebody she's dating because she, me and her are so close. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, you know, like, my little sister is an important person to me and she watches, not that I require it, but I just noticed that she pays attention to how they treat me because she treats me like a baby and we're only two years apart, but it's just like that. On the flip side, um, 
It's different because, like, I feel like my sister, like, she's always introduced her significant others to the family. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really always been like that. Like, like she knows my boyfriend now and, like, uh, talk to him on FaceTime. But it's not, like, how it is with her previous boyfriends or, or girlfriends um, where, like, I knew them. It's more so for me now. Um, this is probably the first guy she's interacted with, but they're like, oh, that's my brother. Like she, when I was younger, there's a couple of guys that she saw as her brother, but other than that, she just, you know, gives me advice for how it is, but she also knows I'm really private, so she gives me space. So that may that may seem like it's not fair because I'm super like in her business, and she kind of like, oh, let my sister float, you know, as long as she she's okay, she don't tell nobody what she's doing in her relationship, anyways. But yeah, that's pretty much the dynamic. Okay. Super hands on for me. <laughs> I am not super hands on at all. Um, I am okay. So I'm like my sister's other mom, mm-hmm. but my sister attaches to people a lot quick, a lot more quickly than I do, and Same. than I think she should sometimes. So mm-hmm. a lot of the time she wants me to meet somebody or, or whatever. And I'm like, you've known this man for like a month. I don't want to meet him. For what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily not animosity. It's just, I don't want to be involved in this. Like, he's not my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be like, oh, brother. Like, that's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, you barely know him. I don't want to know him yet. Just you get to know him. And it's not like me being like, you don't need to be around him. Like, it's it's more so... You take your time and you get to know this person. Then you let us know if we as a family need to be meeting this person because y'all are going to be around each other a lot more or serious or whatever. I I feel like we don't need to be that involved. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister, because I'm older, I've dated longer than she has. Mm -hmm. So she's met a couple of the guys that I've dated before that no one meets anybody I'm dating before I'm ready to introduce them. And it's usually mm-hmm. months after we've already been, been dating. Um, I barely even talk about somebody I'm dating unless I'm like really, really into them. And I'm like shocked that I'm so into them that I have to share it with somebody. <laughs> so we're the same person. Yeah. So like my sister has met, I have had like three actual, like serious boyfriends. She, my sister has been sistered by all of those men. One of them was complete horrible. He's horrible. But he definitely used to call my sister little sis, like, followed her on social media, you know, would be, you know, if he saw her out in public, he would be like, I seen your sister at the so-and-so, like, do I need to, is she supposed to be here? Like, do I need to say something? I don't think she knows that he used to do that. So, uh, (laughs) she listening. Uh, Sorry for snitching on you. But, uh, (laughs) but like, little little stuff like that, like, he would make sure she was good, but, you know, he wasn't that great to me. Um, and mm-hmm. then another guy that I dated, we are not together, haven't been together in forever. Like, we dated our freshman year of high school. But mm-hmm. she's best friends with his little brothers. So he still, like, treats her like his sister, too, and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And um, and then, of course, my last most serious boyfriend, he definitely treated her like um, his little sister. Like, she could call him. Like, they had each other's numbers, like, those kinds of things. Um mm-hmm. And she, but none of them met him until like months after we had been, we had almost been dating a year before I even brought him home with me. So, um, I, I like to get to a place where I feel like they will get along with my family before I introduce them to my family. Like I'm not going to introduce Mm -hmm. them to my family, not thinking 
like wondering if they'll get along. I don't like that those kinds of dynamics. So I try not to date people that I think wouldn't mesh well with my family. Yeah. And I don't know if that sounds crazy to anybody, but that's just kind of how I am. No, I think that's the right. I mean, I've never taken anybody home to meet my family. So like, like it's different with my sister because we're closer in age. So like, and I, I've always dated older guys. And I think that's partially like, it's not like my sister didn't know these people. It's just like, for some of them, either she had her own relationship with them because they went to school together. You know, like yeah, these right. people, she, like, <laughs> when I was in the ninth grade, this is somebody she's known since she's been in high school. And then I got there, and it's like, oh, he dated my little sister. So, like, that type of thing. And even, like, when she was in college, I was dating a guy she knew from school. She never, like, was like, you don't need to be dating him. But depending on, like, the age gap, especially if it was somebody that was older than her, she wasn't necessarily a fan of it, so mm-hmm. she was always just, you know, she was more so in big sister protective mode, like, first of all, especially when I was dating the dude in college, because it's like, I need to make sure I don't got to check no female for having something to say about my little sister because she dating him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that was always kind of her interaction. My family, I just didn't really bring people around them as much, but, like, I definitely kind of like their little sister. I got sis- little sister a lot. Because my, I don't know, I always feel like every time my sister used to date somebody, she wanted to marry everybody she dated. It seemed like, because we often, like, <laughs> that's my sister. Her boyfriends, <laughs> like, <laughs> her boyfriends, like, literally, like, they be, like, coming over, especially when my papa was living and go fishing with my papa. And, yeah, like, yeah. The house for family days and stuff. And so, like, with that, when my sister went to the fair, you know, before I was driving, when he, when her boyfriend came to pick her up from the fair, I went with them to the fair. Like, when she went to their family stuff, I always went with them and stuff. Like, I've never had one of her boyfriends to um, treat me separate than my sister. Right, like, it's right. always been some. Now, I remember one time she was mad because her boyfriend, like, they loved me. I've never had one that was like, oh, I love kids. See, me neither. I've never had no beef with nobody's <laughs> family that I dated ever. Right, so she be, they be like, like tell Candy she could come. One time, my sister was mad because she wanted to go on a date, like to a haunted house with her boyfriend, but he wanted me to come because he knew I couldn't get in by myself. So she's mad at me about that. <laughs> but like, even still, like when I went back home, I saw one of her exes. He's like married and stuff. Now he still came and find, found me. Like he came, he saw me out when I was there for my class reunion. He was like, Candy, like how are you doing? I ain't seen you in so long. Like I hope you're doing well. I be trying to keep up with you. Da 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 da. So, like, they've always been, like, family to me. Like, right, even when right. they break up, they've always, you know, like, that's still my little sister. If she ever need anything, she knows she could call me um, like that. And even uh, with my sister's ex, like, that was just, like, an, an additional sister to me. Like, I was now, see, my sister in love, you know? So, here's another thing. Because the attachment to your partner's siblings is another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even... Uh, we can get into that. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. I, again, I don't usually date people that I think wouldn't get along with my family or that I think our families wouldn't mesh. Because you talk about mm-hmm. your family before you meet them. And if right. I hear something that sounds like, I don't really know if I need to be meeting this person's family, <laughs> right. then maybe I don't... I don't <laughs> yeah, then maybe I think about, like, I talk. I like to talk about family dynamics and how you grew up and what your you know, what your um, sibling, how, you know, how your relationship with your siblings and stuff is before mm-hmm. we even get there. So to me, it is important that you are 
you know, that you build a relationship with my sibling because she's Mm -hmm. my sister. Like, this is my little sister. And if we're going to be together forever, if we think so, I guess, even if we're not. This is always going to be my little sister. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be my little sister. So it's going to be your little sister. And I wouldn't ever want anybody to not treat her like a sister. And then on Mm -hmm. my end, I'm still close to my ex-boyfriend's sister. Now, I have Mm -hmm. made it so that there's more of a boundary between us. She wouldn't care. Like, if I had never put that boundary up, she would not mind us still being very close to one another. Um, And he has a sister and a brother who I'm I'm still cool with, and his sister-in-law. I'm still cool with her. (laughs) Like, it's just, we were together for so long. I've been to so many family functions, whatever that Mm -hmm. those relationships they did feel like my siblings and I never had older siblings he's the baby so they were all my older siblings so I attached to them because I never had that dynamic before but Mm -hmm. you know when we broke up I did we broke up and he married someone else so I thought it's kind of disrespectful for me to to still still be not even still talking to them but just being close like treating them like my siblings because they're not they're her Mm -hmm. siblings now and I think that is that can be disrespectful and it's crazy because when he and I got together his ex-girlfriend was still close to his sister and Mm -hmm. I didn't like that because I was like no because she still and she was she was still being she was like being mean and rude and nasty to me but Mm -hmm. I get it though because his sister is a really great person and she's very sisterly very like motherly almost so Mm -hmm. I understand why the two of them are still close and I think they're still close I don't know but you know, she and I are still cool, too. He's not close to my sister anymore because my sister was like, you really have my sister messed up? Don't ever speak to me again. Right. So we don't talk to him no more. But I still, I mean, I still, his his siblings still contact me on my birthday to tell me happy birthday. They brought the kids here for vacation one time. And I just, you know, linked up with them just to say hi and catch up. Nobody mentioned him. It wasn't nothing like that. It just was, you know, hey, we're in the city. We didn't want to come through without at least reaching out to you. So I went to go and kick it with them for a little bit, but it wasn't like, Oh, you're part of the family. It just was like seeing some old friends like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And I'm not sure how I would feel if I have a, a, a man who's, ex is still close to his family I don't know like I I guess because I'm in the situation now and I get it it may yeah. not bother me so much as long as it's not right in my face like she ain't I'm not coming to no family functions like when everybody's right. around I'm not invited to those or anything I think I'm okay with that unless they got like a baby together or something so for <laughs> me um <sighs> yeah so for me I've been like super close with a sibling before and it did put me in a lot of awkward situations mm-hmm. with the other people he was dealing with like if I if I told <laughs> y'all probably either would stop listening to the show or y'all would listen to the show and y'all be like she's stupid as I'll get out all the time so <laughs> um but I there there was a guy I mean all of the guys that I've dealt with like when I was younger back home like for one like but when you're younger, like, all of y'all hang around each other anyways, period. Whoever you're talking to, you hang around folks, especially right. if you're close to their moms, you know? So you at their house, you know they siblings. So, like, um, one of my exes, like, I I called his but I would still call him my big brother. We not close or nothing like that, but he would never be like, that ain't my little sister. Not, mm-hmm. like, no shade towards ho- whoever he dealing with. It's just, like, separate from that, that's my little sister, you know? Yeah. So, um, just because we we were like family, and then the the guy that I dealt with for the longest, um, 
me and his sister are the same age. So we got close, like, outside of him. Like, I felt like, like, when I was already talking to him before I ever met her. But then when I did meet her, I didn't want to bring up the fact that I was dealing with him because she had so many girls in her face all of the time because of her brother anyways. And I was like, if we're going to be cool, I want it to be genuine or I would rather not be cool because I'm not one of them girls that's like, trying to impress you so I'm taking Mm -hmm. you here and there and doing all this for you because I want to be up under you so I can get closer to your brother so we never even talked about the fact that I was messing with him for the longest and so like one day we was at the store and she was looking for something and she was like which one of these is in my brother's room and I was like excuse me she was like girl I know you be over there and I was like oh that's that's awkward (laughs) okay well um (laughs) hello (laughs) but me and her got super close and because me and her got super close, I got super close with his cousin as well. Like, and then they really became like my family because this is like my friend. Outside of the fact that I messed with your brother, this is my friend. You know, like when mm-hmm. I was going to her mama's house, like I was staying the night at, at their mama's house because like that was my friend. So it was like, this is such and such as friend outside of that, you know? And so, yeah. Like, but when, when me and him was going like through these ups and downs, the issues we were having, it never really interfered, but I feel like I also had way too much access to his business because yeah. I was so close to his sister and I was so close to his cousin. I was so close to his mom and I knew his aunt and I knew his grandma. You know, like I knew everybody, but because of that, people would talk openly about stuff he was doing. Like even when I went to college, I feel like there was things that. And y'all wasn't together no more. Right. And like, and, or we were still dealing with each other. And he's lying to me about something. And I already know the whole truth about it because I'm also <laughs> close. Like, to well, people that's the who, truth. That's how it should go. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> but Don't it's play just with like, me. like, I'm like, if, if he, I think he would stop lying about stuff if he really knew how much I knew his business. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying like his sister or his family is telling his business. It's just like, I have access to your business because there are other people that associate me with your family in general. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about stuff out loud. He wouldn't and stop lying because I'm telling you now. I've been. I, wouldn't have stopped. He still lies. And we don't even do it. Uh, I'm saying. Because I was going to say the last person I knew, I knew all his family. They was telling me all kinds of stuff about him. And I would go to him and give him a chance to not lie. I'd be like, I already talked to your sister. So what's up? And he would still lie. In I my face. Way, like I, I did not even know the truth. I one time to find out the truth because I was like, okay, so you're going to keep lying. So I guess I need to just. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought I was gonna do like this pop up, and I had a little bit too much of some adult juice, and I told nah, his juice. male cousin what my plan was. <laughs> he done snitched already. I was like, and that's something I else. I was so like, <laughs> just bringing in cousins, because black people, pretty much our cousins are our siblings. Yes. Like we don't, we have, we have cousins who may be distant cousins and then we have the cousins that are literally our brothers and sisters for the most part mm-hmm. um and those are important relationships too like i'm and i ain't gonna lie i'm still cool with one of uh, my ex's cousins but that's on him he like still checks up on me or whatever and i don't mind because whatever but you know it was, it was times where we would get into it and the cousin would come and say are you okay because mm-hmm. and like make sure that things were good between us and I'm I'm bringing that up as far as conflict resolution because I did read an article on Psychology Today 
about how um, our siblings, and I'm adding cousins because black people cousins are our siblings. Very true. Uh-huh. That's how you end up getting so close with the cousins because that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Because like, they be together the all the time. They live together. Was, right. And literally live been, together. And if you've ever been over that granny house, you met at least four of their cousins. Yep. So it's like the article was about how our sibling, our relationships with our siblings affect our intimate relationships too. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we take a lot of, the, I'm I'm uh, summarizing the article because I'm not about to read it, but um, it was about how a lot of our attachment style and how we attach to people is uh, is due to our parents, our parental upbringing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of how we interact with people. Um, as far as conflict resolution goes, as far as how we laugh and joke with people, that comes from our sibling relationships. And that's the psychology behind that's a lot of how we only deal with one another. Act yes. out the way they do. That's what I was going to say. It's more difficult for a person with a big family. This The article talks about that, too. It's more difficult for a person with a larger family or who grew up with a lot of siblings, cousins around to date someone who's an only child and vice mm-hmm. versa because only children don't know what it's like to resolve conflict with someone their own age or yep. you know I mean they have friends and everything but you know friends it's different when you're and, in the same household. yeah they don't know what it's like to live with someone day in day out who's around your same age who you do have a friendship with like your siblings are your friends mm-hmm. and not be able to escape resolving conflict with them yep. and so it's important to talk about those dynamics with whoever it is that you're trying to date. And some people think those kinds of things aren't important because I don't really care whether or not his family like me or, you know, her her big brother ain't my problem, whoop, whoop, whoop. But no, that's really about, important because yeah. if they have an estranged relationship with their brother or sister, I promise you, it shows in how they act with you. If they can cut off a sibling, you better believe they, like, ain't trying to hear it. They're not trying to do or, the back and forth with you, for real. And, and even if it's not their fault, like, even if mm-hmm. their sibling is the reason why they don't speak or whatever, right? those issues that come from the way the conflict played out are going to arise in your in your romantic relationship. And I'm yep. not, that's not me coming up with that. That's what the article says. So if mm-hmm. you would like to read that, go on Psychology Today and read it. It's really good. Very insightful. But here's another article I got from Glamour.com because honestly, I was one of those, not was, am, one of those people who doesn't really worry about meeting people's family. Like, I don't think, oh my God, I'm going to meet his mom or dad or sisters and it's going to be so awkward. I I get like the nervous feeling that you get when you meet anybody that you've never met before, but not like worried about them not liking me for the most part. But you do come across siblings who do too much sometimes or whatever. So like me when I was little. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I haven't come across anybody. I haven't been treated badly by anybody's siblings so far, but I don't know. And I've never necessarily treated anyone badly, but I have made it known to my sister that I didn't like one of her boyfriends before. Um, and she was like, why don't you like him? Why won't you get close to him? And I was just like, I do not like him. And he, and it turns out he was horrible. So, um, discernment. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) this article on glamor, it says 10 tips for meeting the siblings of someone you're dating. It's, um, some of these tips, we're going to discuss them because I don't necessarily agree with all of these. But anyway, siblings are great PR. Use them to your advantage. So basically when you meet their siblings, be on your best behavior, build a good relationship with them because your siblings, the siblings will be in your corner if they think you're a good guy. 
Like, That's or a good true. girl. Or at least they'll tell you to leave his trifling tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If, if they think you're a good your person, side. if they think you're a good person, they'll be on your side, you know, in whatever the conflict is, whether it's telling you that their sibling is not treating you right and you need to go on and move on to better, or whether the two of you are into it and you need somebody to advocate for you. The siblings will do mm-hmm. it if they really believe that you're a good person or whatever. Um do your research. It says before meeting a brother or sister, ask your significant other for some basic info. Are they in school? Do they work? What are their hobbies? Etc. Now, I think that is great advice. However, I also think if you've been with this part, I, I don't know. Everybody doesn't meet families in the same timeline that I think is appropriate. But I feel like if we've been together long enough that I'm meeting your family, I've at least heard about your siblings before. So I probably know some of this stuff. And me, I talk about my sister a lot because she's literally like my best friend, you know? So mm-hmm. whoever I'm dating has heard about my sister. They know that she went to fam. They know that she did whatever. So I don't know. I feel like asking questions and putting together a list before you meet them is awkward. <laughs> but if you hadn't heard about them before, then yeah. But, you know, talk about family dynamics before you actually meet these people so that you're mm-hmm. not going in like an investigator. That's weird. Um this one says, do as your significant other does. It says, suss out how they relate to each other. Do they tease? Are they supportive, distant, etc.? And mimic it to a lesser degree. Now, mm. I don't know about that. Because yeah, I was just saying, uh, not upon first meeting them, I don't, I don't believe in mimicking anything. I, I, think, say, I just don't think you should be trying to imitate anybody's relationship no do you build your own relationship with them and if you're not a a teaser or a joker i don't believe that a a family who is caring will treat you like badly they're probably still gonna tease you but it'll all be in love they know that you're not that kind of person and you're not gonna you know necessarily behave in the same way as they do but Mm -hmm. i think that you build your own relationship with siblings i don't believe in mimicking but seeing how they relate to their siblings would give you some insight on how you are able to behave moving forward though like if you are a teaser and they are not don't start all that with them like if that would hurt their feelings then maybe you just don't do that with them but that comes with dealing you know building your own relationship with them if you realize that they're gonna take offense to the way that you joke then you realize that because that's the type of person you are and you've grown to know the kind of person they are Mm -hmm. um this says stay neutral even if your boyfriend doesn't get along with their siblings it still probably matters whether they like you so amen yeah um basically if him if if your significant other and their siblings have like a lot of conflict going on it's telling you to stay neutral so you know build your own relationship with them and maybe don't not try to, try to get in no the middle. Sides. Like, yeah, don't mm-hmm. choose sides. Get in the middle of it. But I've also seen where someone's significant other was able to help them resolve conflict with their siblings. But I guess you yeah. have to use your own judgment with that, too. Because sometimes it's just not, you don't need to be involved. Sometimes you're starting yourself and they're going to open up some stuff you ain't ready for. <laughs> right. You see some stuff out of your <laughs> partner that you wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Bro, mind your business. I will say, like... I'm- <laughs> Me and my sister got in a fight in front of her boyfriend before, and he broke it up. Mm, see, I, I sla- I'll I, say I, don't. I did slap her though. I was so yeah. Upset. You probably yeah. You was out of line. Yeah. But I I'll, was. <laughs> I'll say I wouldn't press. Like if you just got here, 
you can't possibly know the full extent of why these people are beefing. So just getting here mm-hmm. and pressing Shut them up. to mend and you need to that's still your brother or sister. You need to make sure that you you just got here. Learn the dynamic first and then decide if it's appropriate that you even say any of those kinds of things. You don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. You don't know why. Come in, sit down, and shut up. Yes. And and listen and learn and stay Mm -hmm. in your place unless you see an opening for you to be a mediator. But don't get in there trying to save their relationship. Like, you heard, like, you've been talking to this person for a long time. You heard that them and their siblings have a tough relationship. And so you automatically get in your mind, okay, when I get in, I'm going to help them repair. No, 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 Because you don't know. So Mm-mm. stay neutral unless you see, unless you're there for a minute and you're able to see another way that you can help. And always ask permission before you go doing that. I Agreed. Think, I don't think you should you know, dig into people's families without their permission. I think that's rude. Um, be friendly and ask a lot of questions. I agree with this. Um, it makes you seem interested. People love talking about themselves. Yes. So, yeah. Um, don't overdo it. Please don't overdo it. Please. <laughs> Please. I, as a sibling, don't get in here in my face doing the most because I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> you get on my nerves and you get on my nerves more than my sister gets on my nerves so right please do it <laughs> um but don't be too nervous or try too hard to impress them blah 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 seven don't cling to your significant other yes that is annoying when you get around their family especially their siblings don't be the person who can't do nothing without you know i know being in a shoes Yes, like you can't go get yourself. If somebody, if you thirsty, and and instead of going to get you something to drink, somebody says, "Oh, the the drinks drink. are in the cooler over there," and you just sit there and like, mm, "Okay, go get get up and go, go to the cooler." Like, <laughs> not that serious. Um, and they're there with their siblings too. Like, give them some space to really interact with their siblings and have fun, and that'll give you some mm-hmm. insight. Too. And then they'll include you as they go if you are not being a wet blanket and being all scary and like sitting up under them the whole time not saying nothing. I do think though that the partner has to also be paid. Um, they do. Be conscious that you did bring somebody with you. Absolutely. Like, they can't just leave you out to dry, obviously. Right. But so they should be, you know, including you and like introducing you to people and, you know, telling their family things about you that they learned over time or whatever. Just so that everybody is getting to know one another, but being super clingy is going to turn make the siblings not like you. Like if you, especially mm-hmm. if it's well, I don't. I guess it's the same. I was gonna say if I had a brother and they brought their girlfriend home, and instead of like being cool, she was just up under him the whole time. Like I've been in a situation. It wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't. It was like my friend's girlfriend, and she mm-hmm. was like. Like, I barely heard Being her... Being needy? I, not even needy. I barely heard her even talk out loud the whole time. Because she kept, like, saying things to him. But it would be like she was whispering, like, just telling him stuff. And it would be like... <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> what is wrong with her? <laughs> but I, I was, like, worried. Like, is she okay? Is she scared? Like, what's going on? It was right. weird. I don't know. I didn't like it. Anyway. um, And then eight was give them space, like I said. Like, let the, like, let the siblings hang. And then... The more you do that and like participate in whatever it is that they're doing, they will begin treating you like a sibling as well. Mm-hmm. Um, go easy on the PDA. Um, 
This is the one that I was kind of on the fence about because I also read another article about people who have overprotective, like women who have overprotective brothers. Now mm-hmm. I do agree with like, if you, if, if y'all are at home and normally you grab her booty every time she walks past, maybe not doing something like that. <laughs> but if y'all sitting together and y'all hold hands or you want to give them a kiss, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being affectionate in front of your family. If that's what you want to do. Like, Mm, I don't know. I think you got to keep it cute to a certain extent. I don't think you need to be slobbing them down. Well, yeah, obviously not overdoing it, I but feel. I know some people think that when you get around your family, it's disrespectful to be openly affectionate, like physically affectionate. Yeah. And I think that's crazy. Like, I will say it did catch me off guard. Like, because Chris is very, I did not mean to say his name. Well, I mean, y'all know that much of my business. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend is very um, like touchy feely, not like in an inappropriate way, but like like we could be at his aunt's house watching TV and he'll have like his hand on my thigh or he'll give mm-hmm. me a kiss on the cheek while we're watching it, and that that is different for me. But I don't think it's like a, my family ever said it couldn't happen. I think I've just never brought yeah, anybody yeah. around my family before, so I'm not used to like I just wouldn't consciously do stuff like that. Like, and not that I don't. It's it's me. I promise. I know it ain't nobody else's fault, but it's me. But like, even like the whole like kissing in front of your parents thing. Like, it, I I've just always had in my head, if that's not my husband, I'm not about to be kissing on a man in front of my mom or my dad. That's just my how my mindset is. Like, I get that you know it's cute. I just be like, well, it's less about it being cute and it. more about it being a healthy it's just display of for me. Yes, being uncomfortable. Yes. And it that being inappropriate or disrespectful is what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. that that it is. It's an open display of affection. Watching two people who love one another be affectionate is healthy. Like there's nothing wrong with my parents kiss in front of us. I don't think right. I don't think that. Well, I you know I kiss my long term boyfriend in front of them because I think that's what they would want from me. They want to know that we love one another. If we don't, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, are y'all okay? Because I ain't seen him hold your hand. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it is. It can be awkward at first if you've never brought anybody home with one another. But it, that seeing a public display, display of affection in front of your family as disrespectful or odd or something like that is unhealthy. It really is. Yeah. I think you just, like I said, you got to keep it cute. Yes. You shouldn't be doing, like, being overly sexual in front of other people is weird in general, whether it's your family right. or not. Like, dude, what are you doing? But <laughs> being affectionate, showing the person that you love that you love them in front of other people is not weird. And it should never be regarded as weird. So I think I'm just opening that up. So that people know it's healthy to do that. It should be healthy. I think it's unhealthy because I've seen it in black families that you treat them like they shouldn't be doing that. Maybe if they're teenagers, mm-hmm. maybe I get it. But we, we're grown. Much, yeah, like we're adults. I shouldn't feel like I can't hold my boyfriend's hand in front of you, whether he's my husband or not. Like if we love one another, we should be able to display that we love one another and it should be regarded as oh they love one another not as uh uh-uh, that ain't even her husband what's she doing holding his hand kissing him in front of everybody that is so weird like that is so <laughs> right. weird don't be weird about it let people love one another and you should embrace that i think as a family but like you said don't be crazy don't get crazy with it because being overly sexual in front of people that is weird to me mm-hmm. um uh, and then number 10 was remember that this could all be awesome. Basically, don't be nervous when you meet them. Um, 
because it could go really well. All the bad things that you're thinking about could possibly happen. There's equally the equal amount of really good things that could go like good happen when you meet their family, um, when you meet their siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, so I did want to show a couple of the things about the overprotective brother article because I thought this was, I don't know. Okay, so let me preface this by saying I don't have the kind of family where the men in the family are like hyper protective of like my sexuality. Yes, Mm -hmm. they are protective of me as a person. Like nobody is allowed to hurt me with, you know, within their bounds like they're not they're always going to protect me but I've always thought it was odd like girls fathers who treat their daughters like they're not allowed to you know it just it's weird like you can't okay for instance I was watching Married at First Sight now these people are Mm -hmm. getting married these are grown people getting married granted they just met them at the altar but they get married they spend like a week or two together and then they start like having one-on-ones with each other's families and the father, one of the fathers spent half of their one-on-one talking about how uncomfortable he was seeing this lady's husband kiss her on their wedding day. Like, he was just talking about how he doesn't ever want to see them kissing, and kissing is off limits. And I'm oh, like, this is dude, a grown bro. woman. Like, this is a grown woman. Whether they're married or not, like, this is an adult woman, and you are talking to an adult man about not being sexual with his adult wife. This is, cr- that's weird to me. That's, you're her father. Why are you even concerned about that? Like, Right. Within within the bounds of safety, I don't I think it is weird for men to treat the male partners of their family women family members like they I don't know, it's just weird to like guard that their they sexuality like up. that. Like I'm not having sex with you, Emma. That's weird. Like stop <laughs> talking about not me not having sex or whatever. It's weird. Just if you if you're not comfortable with it, crossing your mind. Yes. If if you're thinking about it, leave that in your mind. That is disgusting to think about somebody just being that obsessed with who I'm having sex with. But um, so this article says ten ways to successfully date a girl with an overprotective brother. One is treat her with respect. Yes, always treat her with respect whether she has an overprotective brother or not two is don't avoid him he might scare you at first but don't let his big brother act to get on you the worst thing you can do is avoid seeing him not only will he be well aware you're blatantly trying to not hang out with him but his sister will be too um yes don't avoid a big brother because he makes you intimidated that's kind of a turn off to me like don't be intimidated by no other grown grown man man. Ooh. anyway so yeah being like super intimidated by another man is weird also being purposefully intimidating is weird to me like being super macho just because i'm your sister or cousin or whatever the case may be like tone it down I we get it you are protective of me get to know him whatever if you don't like him and you have a valid reason not to like him cool but like asserting yourself as this big male figure in my life that you they need to like duel with in order to have my affection is weird like stop doing that we're grown yeah maybe as a child that made sense but I'm an adult um and oh and if you do come across somebody with it like 
my family honestly does not act like this, but I've I, like seeing the man that I care about and a man in my family like have basically a peeing contest. You know what I'm saying? Like trying mm-hmm. to be macho with each other. That's gonna make me think that's both corny. of y'all are corny. Yes, yeah, like please grow up. Um, learn his interests. Like learn the brother's interests. Um, this goes a step further than simply not avoiding him. Um, if you get a sense of what he likes and interesting, you're able to, especially if y'all have something in common. Like if y'all both like a certain sport, talk about that sport, invite him to some sporting event or something like that. I'll go even further to say whoever this overprotective brother is, you should be doing that too. If your girlfriend, I mean, if your sister has someone that they love, um, at some point you have to drop the overprotective act and actually get to know this man. So like, right. Cause he's going to be around. Yeah. And don't be, a whether you think it's going to be forever or not. Like if he's a good guy and maybe it's just not going to be forever, just, you know, talk to him about some of his interests, get to know him, go do things with him outside of whatever it is that y'all do all together, whatever, pick your battles. Right. And if he's your sister, I mean, and if she's your sister, trust me when I say he, she, like, the boyfriend knows what type of attitude you got. Your sister has not held that away from you. Right. She knows. So <laughs> he knows that if he do something, you're going to come see him. If mm-hmm. you're that type of guy, you don't got to keep trying to prove, like, your manhood to them. Like, I'm real quick to be like, ah, if you about to be acting like that, you don't need to meet them anyways. Mm-hmm. And I do that with anybody. Like, yep. I might not have brought people around, but if I say I'm interested in somebody and you start getting all puffy, you're not about to come disrespecting somebody that I'm with because that's all you're doing. Yes, you're not I don't doing like this that. for me. You're doing it for you. So... If you don't know how to behave yourself, you don't got to meet them. And that's the women in the family, too. Like, yes. I, I I don't want to date a man who would allow his mama and sisters to treat me badly just because. Like, don't do that. That's not cool. And I wouldn't allow my, I don't have a brother, but, like, my big cousins or uncles or anything to treat you away. Like, to be mean right. to you like, just listen, outright, that's crazy. Dating like your raggedy son is a haze itself. I don't need y'all to try to haze <laughs> to y'all family. <laughs> life is a whole haze with this man (laughs) i'm good number four is pick your battles um that kind of speaks for itself like when the brother has an issue like sometimes you just gotta let the sister your girlfriend like diffuse the situation and let them be a dummy like don't again don't start the chest beating and all that Mm -hmm. that's stupid understand that he wants the best for his sister yes and then he needs to understand that you want the best for his sister as well if you do and if not be ready for the beat down because it's gonna happen. Because um, Candace pulled up. <laughs> number six, let him know that you want the best for his sister too. I said that. Number seven, don't PDA in front of him ever. That's stupid. Like I said, um, we're grown, and if mm-hmm. I want to hug my boyfriend and or husband and all the overprotective sisters and mamas and cousins and aunties, they just gonna have to live. Hey, <laughs> be willing to apologize. Yes everybody be willing to apologize don't nine don't expect too many apologies on his end i think that is bs i get it don't expect too many apologies from an overprotective brother while they're doing the overprotective brother act because they ain't gonna apologize for nothing they did. but at some point if y'all stay together long enough he does need to be like i treated you so badly when i first met you and i apologize because you turned out to be right. a pretty good guy let me apologize for being an idiot mm-hmm. and then number 10 was know that he will always be in her life that is a big thing about siblings in general. These are my brothers and sisters. There is nothing you can do to make them not my brothers and sisters. So find your place within this family. 
Because that's mm-hmm. how it's going to go. Like, you're not going to rip me away from my... Even if we have a strained relationship, like, even if me and my sister get into it, you adding fuel to that fire by saying you never like my sister is going to make me not like you. Do not do that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you just... They're always going to be... Keep that to yourself. <laughs> they're always going to be in, in our lives as siblings, um, whether you're there or not. So, period. Yeah. Just find your place within the family and vice versa. And that's it for the digging the scene segment, which I did not even address to begin with. But uh, int- <laughs> but that was the digging the scene tell segment. You, but she was rolling, so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right, on to uh, God, what's the name of rescue me segment? Okay, <laughs> so on to the rescue me segment. In this segment, this is where we let our listeners share their dating experiences. Um, you can either email us at save the date SOS at gmail.com or you can record it on Anchor if you have an Anchor account already, which is super cool because all we have to do is move it right on into the ad, I mean, into the episode, or you can send us a voice memo via text message, email, however you want to do it. We really do like when you guys tell the stories because um, it's a lot funnier. But <laughs> if y'all want me to stumble through y'all letters, I'm down with it. It's <laughs> email us, no matter. So this week, um, we have a fellow podcaster who wanted to share um, his experience. And um, I just realized I can't play it because I don't got internet on my computer. And I can't get out of the episode. This is a problem. Wait, I think I can play up. You can? Okay. I think for my other phone. Oh, Nico Davis. Here we go. All right, here we go. We're going to listen to it. Yo, I was supposed to tell this story a couple of days ago, but it slipped my mind. So let me get to it real quick. Um, my summer fling was 2015. So this is what happened. And it was a fling that I had in college. Um, she's she's from New Orleans. She moved to Atlanta and we end we end up getting up Lincoln, Facebook and all that. And we had a full out summer fling like we were literally together like we we did a mini vacation. We went to Jazz uh, Fest in Piedmont Park. We did a whole bunch of shit. And we even went to New Orleans uh, for like two weekends back to back. And right as, like right around the middle of August, she she hit me with the the ghost. Like I she I stopped hearing from her. I was texting her. She'll call me one day. And we went. It just cuts off. I thought it was my phone. Like it just doesn't play anymore. (sighs) We might have to tell them to send it again. Yeah, that's awkward. Okay, well. Unfortunately, I don't it sounds like he was very pressed well, not very pressed but it sounds like he really wanted something with her and she was she like hey thanks for the great summer bye i just want to know like how he reacted to that that's how old it is i know like wow that's a true like summer like fling for real like hey i was here for the summer what if it was i feel like, like that they was doing more than fling things though she probably had a whole boyfriend was like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go home. Bye. <laughs> they was going on vacation together. Vacations, like, honey. Yes. I don't know if I would classify that as a fling. Like, y'all were like a thing, for real. But it only happened in the summertime. I guess that's why he's like, it was like, a, but, it but I'm saying that to say, yeah, I'm saying that to say, how was he supposed to know it was a fling? 
Like who who established that they were flinging before she went ghost? That's what I'm saying. This didn't feel like flinging to me. I need to know what was going on. How maybe how, that was maybe to them that's what flinging was. I think that it wasn't no fling. If it wasn't supposed to be a fling, and that once she ghosted him, then he realized it was a fling, and <laughs> and she wasn't looking for nothing else, you know, besides what they already had. Which cool, but I feel like we talked about this. We talked yeah. about flinging, and we said that you have to establish that, establish that, or else you're kind of being deceitful. Yeah. Well, Nico, um, we got che- we got cheated on your recording, so you definitely gonna have to send us and update us and let us know because we need to know like what she married with, like what was going on. <laughs> right. Why did she just? Dun, dun, dun. Why she just? What if know, she was pregnant and started to? Show? That's why I was gonna say pregnant, but I thought she was about to be like Candace. I was dead. I thought she was gonna make me feel so bad because I was definitely about to say she was pregnant. I was thinking so, that like, what if she was pregnant and then like they've been flinging for a whole two months and then the third month they she started the show so she just disappeared. She's like, you know what? I don't really think the math is gonna add up. <laughs> so let me get out of here before you know. That's he terrible. That. She probably was like, you know what? I was dating him to see if he could be the dad. But you he know. Oh, <laughs> He's not ready. He's not ready to be the dad, so I gotta go. Okay, so yeah, Nikos, make sure you finish telling us that story. If anybody else wants to share, please email us at savethedaysos.gmail.com or you can DM us on our personal Twitters or Instagrams or you can DM us on the Save the Date Show Instagram and that is the name. It's Save the Date Show. Um, or like we said, you can send us voice memos or you can hit us up on Anchor. Um, just go on to anchor.fm and once you create your profile, you can send us messages that way. I noticed that some of you guys have created them now. So anytime you favorite our show, you have access to messages. Um, and I'm going to leave the um, Rescue Me segment on this note for all of my girls wanting to enjoy the hot girl summer. Um, I saw this <laughs> status and I thought that this was good advice for people that just might be trying to keep up with the Joneses, but they ain't got no business doing this. <laughs> Um, this one girl paid a status. She said, I didn't want no parts in this hot girl summer shit. Excuse my language. I'm going to read this out. I got a big guy who's going to keep me warm in the winter. And I was not about to let that go for ball head hoes activities. So, <laughs> girl, if you already, y'all be, y'all be misconstruing hot girl summer, first of all. Well, Second of all, if you already got a man, nobody was expecting you to go do anything stupid. Well, maybe she didn't already have an establishment, but she just said she got somebody that's gone, so she decided not to partake. Y'all gonna gonna really gag when y'all find out that a lot of the people having a hot girl summer will also have somebody to keep them warm in the winter. Like, you're not... Right, she and she not special. shaming y'all. She's saying that's why she didn't partake. All I'm saying she is shaming because she caught everybody no, ball headed and hoes. No, no. It first is. of all, ball head hoe activities is a real thing. That's not her calling <laughs> everybody ball headed. Every every female that I know personally here in Florida that has said that they was having a hot girl summer, also be like, I'm about to go do ball head hoe shit. So that's, that's not, not true because I not... <laughs> I too live in Florida and I have also said I'm having a hot girl summer. I'm saying, but and you I have not told and me And I have that. never been ball headed. One. You have, I ain't look, never been a hoe. But, okay. but I'm going to do what I enjoy doing and I may uh, pop up with somebody to keep me warm in the winter. Well, you never know. In Miami, listen, there's a whole different category of people and apparently bald head hoe shit is a term of endearment now because people use that to explain how they about to have a good time. Child. So that wasn't her saying that. All I'm saying is for people who out there wanting to do their bald head hoe activities, whatever that is, um, or have a hot girl summer, you know, 
just know what your situation is and if you know just don't get yourself in some trouble if you know you do got somebody that can keep you warm that might not like your little hot girl if you get activities. yourself in some trouble that's not hot girl activities y'all need to really listen okay hot girl things I don't listen are not saying like that to know there but. you go there you go I'm hot not girl, giving the advice I'm just saying remember what you got for you to be getting in trouble with your man like you sound goofy thinking that not the girl but I'm saying whoever is out here getting in trouble especially over no child anyway okay so before we move on then because Imani just ruined my whole closing can you explain what a hot girl summer is for everybody it's on the internet it's just getting in your bag however that is whatever is gonna help you enjoy the summer the most do it and do it without fearing judgment of especially men first and foremost foremost because they're gonna judge whatever you do secondly pick me's because they're just as bad as men um, the women who gonna criticize everything you do as not being attracted to men who who cares first of all secondly uh, I mean third uh, not fearing the judgment of anybody who ain't in the two categories but it's mostly those two categories go enjoy your summer the way that you want to enjoy your summer if you, enjoying your summer means that you are enjoying it with your man have a hot girl summer sis if it means to you that you're not going to have a man because you just got out of a relationship and you don't want to be in a relationship and you want to go do things that make you happy that may be judged by other people be safe and have a hot girl summer sis if it means you're not going to be involved in any of those activities and you are just going to focus on your business or your kids or whatever the case may be if you're going to enjoy yourself have a hot girl summer that's all it is. It's really y'all making it into something, whatever y'all think it is. Yeah, I don't think it. Well, maybe we've been reading different people's stuff because I don't think it, it, it it's that deep by y'all. It is. It absolutely no, that's is. I'm, I'm trying to give my feedback of it. Oh. from what I've seen. Like, I think people are literally like just jokingly saying like, for real, like whatever your high girl summer is, stick to that. But don't be talking about I'm having a high girl summer. I'm going to go do what I want to do. And then you crying when somebody feels some type of way about it. Like, if you're going to have a hot girl summer, have a full one. And it be like a joke. Just like when people be like, all right, now, don't be out here trying to have too much mouth. And you know you're about to be crying later on if somebody don't answer the phone. Like, that's how I took it. So, I don't know about the whole people dragging people and judging them. Because I've seen the term hot girl summer everywhere all summer. And I have not even listened to a full Meg Thee Stallion song. So, I can't get too much feedback to that, but I've seen people be playful about having a hot girl summer, and I've also seen people be playful about, all right, now y'all trying to have this city girl and hot girl summer or whatever that is. I see the playfulness. I see the playfulness. I see the playfulness. I see that everybody who's posting those is not playing. They're being judgmental. They're saying, look at y'all out here trying to have a hot girl summer and y'all gonna be crying behind some men. Okay, and like mind your business. Let people have a good summer. Jesus. Like yeah, that's what that's what I mean when I say a lot of people are being judgmental about whatever somebody's hot girl so summer means. A lot of people are just draining the fun out of hot girl summer in general. Like Jesus Christ. Let people enjoy the summer if they want to say they're having a hot girl summer and it don't look like the kind of hot girl summer you think it is the definition just hush if it looks for if it's fun to them let them have fun now child, goodness it's, just, it's draining to keep hearing folks. all these people no it's not a hot girl summer it is a hot wife girlfriend oh, it's a child. cold I winter I girl just be quiet just if you don't want to have a hot girl summer because you think it means something negative don't 
Just don't. You don't have to tell everybody else not to do it though, or to calm down on it or what it just is people having fun. Just stop draining the fun out of everything. Not you. Just people in general. I've just it's too many people trying to tell us or people in general what to do and what not to do if they're gonna be doing this in the wintertime. So like <laughs> Well, I thought her status is funny. That's why I was closing it with that. But I get what you're saying. But that's the end of the rescue me segment. We can move on. Okay, um, going into where are we at? Um, trend watch. Okay, this is something that I found. <laughs> so eHarmony, first of all, the Lord people. Jesus, the fact first, that she said <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> where is the interjection going on? <laughs> what is happening? It's too much hot girl summer. Look at me now. I'm, now I'm somewhere birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but um the people in the UK they have this dating thing I figured out okay every time I get on anything that has that UK behind it I'll be like what is going on over in the UK <laughs> they just be creating their own stuff to do. I swear now now that you said that really listen to what I'm about to oh, say oh god so um eHarmony UK has this article about how dating will look in the year like 2040 or something like what the dating scene will look like it's just predictions or whatever but they're not like outlandish predictions these are predictions for like literally how dating might look not like oh in 2040 the Jetsons like it's like really like these things could be happening by the year 2040 and so I'm only going to cover one of them because I might save the other ones for later trend watch segments so this is a um trend watch that you need to be watching for in 2040 okay because apparently by 2040 we are going to have a full sensory virtual dating experience possibly this means um the report predicts that in just 25 years the rate at which data can be shared will be so fast that all five human senses could be digitally simulated at once to create a full sensory mm-hmm. virtual reality a full sensory virtual date will be exactly like a real one you could hold someone's hand and even smell their fragrance but all from the comfort of your own home this would mean you could fully quote unquote meet someone online before you actually meet him or her in the real world we are about to it- be fat as hell <laughs> <laughs> it will open up a global dating pool of people to meet and redefine what we consider to be a long distance relationship and with advances in wearable technology, you could experience this virtual reality wherever you want it with people from anywhere in the world. Duh. That sounds like Black Mirror. Sounds like we're going to be fat. It sounds like what? We ain't like, in the house. Like, huh? Oh, I mean, it's not just in the house, though. Like, you could literally go on a date anywhere. Like, you could go to oh. Longhorn and put on this device and be on a date with someone else who is in La- at, La- at Longhorn in Las Vegas. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're like dating a hologram. I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know how, how this works. I guess work. that maybe that would help with people that are, like, long distance. Uh, not even just so help odd. with people who are long distance. It will make long distance relationships more possible like even if you've never been in a long distance relationship with this technology you could and it would feel like a regular relationship Baby, because these, these prison folks about to have the time of their life <laughs> <laughs> you think they're gonna put the technology in the prison Girl, 
They gonna figure it out. Phones get smuggled, smuggled in there every other day. They Girl, you think they about to have a whole sensory dating gonna, service in the prison? Who's they smuggling that? Smuggle it. They gonna smuggle it. Oh my gosh, I that would be lit though for people who. Not, maybe not dating, but like they, if I got a family member that's locked up and I want to hug them, they're gonna figure wanna. out a way to bootleg it. Like, <laughs> this bitches be on Facebook and FaceTime, like, this is FaceTime technology for people in prison now. Like, as if you were sitting at I'm the I'm just very the mad that you went to a prison first. <laughs> <laughs> because them the people who can't get to go on the dates the most, and like, they be having their little pen pals, and now you can smell them. Lord, I hope they can't have sex because you can a lot of babies. It said all five senses. This, I mean, that implies that at some point you will be able to have a full sensory experience, meaning physical touch is possible. I can hold your hand. What's stopping me from being able to hold other parts of your body? Going to a whole nother. Hey, listen, (laughs) prostitution is going to a whole nother level, especially if they figure out a way to let you clone yourself. Like I don't even have to worry about getting diseases or pregnant. Like, I could really just put this device on. Uh, think of all them pervs that got, like, these little mannequin dogs that they hump now. Yes, mm. and now they can hump real people ah! without actually having to touch them. <laughs> that is innovating wow. the sex work world. Like, you can you can have and sell sex without having to make actual contact oh, with some of these people who are crazy anyway and be killing prostitutes and stuff. Like, I don't even know can if the Wait, 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 wait. That's the caveat then. If there's physical touch, can't they still kill you? No, they can't kill me, but I can feel if they hurt me, I guess. Yeah. Like if if but, they hurt you enough, you can die from the pain. Can you or can you die from an injury? Like I feel like if I can hold I, if you I can don't know, that's that choking that is a you. good question. I mm. feel like they could literally <laughs> choke you like till you die. Wait a minute, because I'm like, wait a minute now. <laughs> This is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, I need to get a life because my first thought was not like actually I like strangulation. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, okay. so basically, <laughs> basically, everybody mark your calendars for January 1, 2040 because we're getting be- real. <laughs> We need to be on the lookout for this full sensory virtual dating experience. Um, you know, that mean me. I can find me a bad end. I can find me a little young tender across the country. No, I feel like young tenders will still be illegal, though. I'm not gonna find one that ain't legal. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm like, what oh my now? god, because no. you're gonna be old in 2040, sis. Right. So I can find me a little young tender. I was watching 90 Days before the 90 Days the other day, and this lady is like in her 50s dating this boy that's like 24. Yeah. And she done flew across the country to go see this man, and she used a light ring so that she can look younger when she talked to him on Facetime. So D- oh my god, lady! <laughs> I need to see the episode when she actually gets face to face with him because apparently she's still married to her her kid's dad, who's probably actually her. Okay, Smith. So, oh, she she can gonna get very interesting too with a virtual thing, baby. That's what I'm saying. Especially well, if they figure out how to let people you clone be, yourself. People will be people may be less monogamous back then, like by that time. More like, or, yeah, maybe people yeah. will be less likely to be monogamous then and just have relationships without that specific boundary okay, like you know polyamory or whatever that, that if that's coming 
call me the glory. I'm fine with it. Well, I'm not fine with calling. You're I not going to be monogamous. my boyfriend if we can date other people. That's the, If I'm going to be monogamous, it's going to be like with a real commitment. I'm not going to be like... I'm not going to be like, that's my boyfriend, but we can see other people. Like, girl, child. Because we literally have the opportunity. <laughs> You're not my boyfriend. Like, I'm literally single. Like, I'm not doing that. But I get it for the people who do want that. It'll be easier for y'all because now you can have an extra boyfriend, a girlfriend on the other side of the world. Look at how interesting life could be. That's okay. crazy. True. That's just mean that the FBI is watching everything. I mean, they already are. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but they are in your stuff at that point. Okay, literally in your your stuff stuff. They can smell (laughs) you. They can feel you too. (laughs) Ew. Ah, this is going far left. Okay. All right. Well, thank God that's gonna happen in the UK before here. (laughs) No, it's gonna be worldwide. No, I don't know. Um, but anyway, that was the trend watch segment. Be on the lookout for um, full sensory virtual dating in 2040. Um, girls and guys who are interested in sex work but don't actually like people, it's got, it's about to be your moment. Just give us 20 more years. It's getting lit. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, so we are on to lessons learned. Um, I'll go first. Uh... I would say with the whole sibling thing, I think my biggest lesson um, is I I think I've learned a couple lessons. So when it comes between sibling to sibling is to um, always be there because I have a habit of if I like somebody, you know, I'm trying to protect both parties. But always just remembering that, like, your family is your family at the end of the day, like right or wrong. Um, If they are going through something, even if you feel like, maybe they have kind of caused some of what what their issue is with the relationship to either not choose sides or to still be supportive of your sibling at the end of the day when that situation is over regardless of how much you love some you liked whoever they were dealing with or not you know just remembering that you are still there as a sibling to be able to comfort your family first um that's or at least that's a lesson I learned because I'd be like I'm so quick to you know, get my sister together without sometimes like being conscious of she just because it's over and even if it was her fault does not mean she's not hurting in this process. Yeah. So like just keeping that in mind. And then on the flip side is knowing um the boundaries to keep up with the siblings of your partners. It's okay to adopt a family member or whatever, but um like just knowing how to detach yourself sometimes because sometimes I feel like um, the toxic, especially if it's a toxic relationship, it can be encouraged by somebody who likes you just because they want you to still be around and they know that the easier way for you to be around is if you're still with their family member. Mm-hmm. Um, so protecting yourself from that. And no one want to just say some stuff ain't my business after the relationship is over. Because that, that's the point that I had to get to. They're like, hey, that's just not even my business. So just knowing when to, to have those boundaries after you've broken up. You don't necessarily got to stop talking to the family, but there should be a a, a, yes. a break, a breaking up of you and that family too. So those are my lessons. Um, Actually, that second one was going to be mine as well because I have um kept – a couple of relationships with the siblings of the people that I've dated. Um, I think only one of them would have been disrespectful had I not drawn a boundary there. The mm-hmm. others, I mean, there's nothing going on, whatever. Like, you know, it's not that serious. But, um, you know, p- people get 
get married and I do think that it's can become disrespectful to carry on as a part of the family of the person when they are literally building a new family mm-hmm. so um just be you have to step outside of yourself sometimes mm-hmm. and about like what you would like and right. how something makes you feel good like yes having the support of this person who you were sisterly or brotherly toward for all of these years is awesome but you do have to step outside of yourself and remember that you're actually not their family mm-hmm. and they have a family and they're trying to you know navigate a new family and build new family ties and you might be in the way of that and yep. maybe that wasn't your intent but at the end of the day you have to say, maybe I am in the way of these people being able to move on and build a healthy relationship with a new person, which they should be allowed to do, whether you're mad about the way y'all broke up or not. Like, they should be allowed to move on. So let them. And just keep the fond memories. You don't have to be mad about them. You don't even have to, like, block their numbers or block them on social media sometimes. If you run into them, cool. If you are in the same city and you want to catch up with them, sometimes that's okay. But like insisting that people keep up with you just because y'all were sister, quote unquote, sister and brother, while you dated their sister or brother is selfish at times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give people space, man. Yeah. Give people their space, respect people's boundaries, whether you feel like it's okay or not. Like just step outside of yourself, put yourself to the side and let people move on. Um, and that's it. That's my lesson learned. Amen. All right. Well, you can wrap that. All righty. That wraps up this episode of the Save the Date podcast. Be sure to leave comments and let us know what you thought about it on our Instagram. Um, Someone asked recently if we still upload to um, SoundCloud. We do not. We can't as we're keeping Anchor alive. Um, Our old episodes are still there. You can still listen to them. We just can't upload new ones. Um, This is a bike bike week. What? This is is a... This is a bi-weekly podcast, so you can catch us here again, not next week, but next next week. Um, to have your story or questions included on the show, you can email us at savethedatesos at gmail.com, or as Candace said earlier, you can leave us a voice message on the Anchor FM app, um, or you can send your voice messages to that um, email. You can also message us on Instagram if you want to. Not a voice message, though, because we can't save those, but... um. Like, if you want to write us something, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, You can follow us at our personal Twitter handles, if you want to, for constant commentary. Mine is at Imani or whatever. And mine is, I was about to give you the wrong one. It's okay, Candace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you again next next week. Bye. Bye.